it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. Today it's all about Sky Sports Fantasy Football and there is £50,000 up for grabs for the winner. Will one of us win it? Actually, Luke could because he's in the top 100. Um, we have some more pre-overhaul fixtures to mull over and do we use any more transfers before overhaul? I've got one planned in. Uh, my name is Joe and joining me ahead of Game Week 20's fixtures is Luke. Luke, how are you? I'm not bad, Joe. I'm not bad. Um... Yeah, doing all right at the moment. Last night was a bit of a panic transfer for me, though. I mm. think like many people may have come to the uh, the Liverpool game, had Salah sat in their mm. team, and then obviously seen that he wasn't starting. Um, and that's what this game can do to you, right? You can throw up random, unexplained yeah. or un- unpredictable um, things that then enable you to use more transfers than you would wish to use. And yes. I'm sat here with Robertson in my team as captain, thinking he was on for a 10-point haul at one point, or double to 20. And obviously, he didn't get it in the end, but um, there you are. It's just part, mm. part and parcel of playing Sky, isn't it? When and when to make a transfer and when not to make a transfer. If I could sit in here now, I prefer I hadn't done it and I had the transfer, mm. but it could have been very different. Well, we spoke about it a bit. We'll come to it a bit later, but we spoke about it before we came on air. And, you know, it's that old in it to win it mentality. And mm. sometimes in Sky, in FPL, whichever format, but definitely in Sky, it's worth being aggressive at that that moment sometimes it feels like a panic but who knows the player you could get in could have got a hat trick I remember a couple of seasons no way more than that actually I remember when Sanchez was a thing <laughs> and um, Sanchez way back way back and I remember I got him in for a game against Palace I think he was at Ars- still at Arsenal then and it was a single game that just got him in and it was a huge it was a huge monster score Some, you know one of those ridiculous mm. 50-60 point jobs as a captain and it, you know, completely transformed uh, mm. my season, mm. and, and and that can happen. Yeah, exactly. And there's been there's been occasions where far worse teams and even worse players have even done it as well. Yeah. So when you're relying on what you think is a very, I mean, 
arguably the best team yeah. in the league for the last three years and one of the best players in, say, Mane, mm. in your case, and Robertson. Yeah. Mm. You'd like to think there's a chance, even though their form has been terrible. Because I can Definitely. remember when Benteke did it for Palace and yes. got a hat-trick on a single match yeah. day, despite them both being awful at the time. <laughs> but yeah, there go. totally. And um, uh, last season did it with Antonio and uh, also last season, and many people have done it this season as well, with Nick Pope. Who oh, as, the king of the single match. So perhaps Nick Pope was the player we should have got in and captained all along. Yeah, <laughs> and to be honest, I, I genuinely sat here and thought about doing Pope in as my captain, but I thought, firstly, that's too maverick because Liverpool, yeah. everyone else is going to do Liverpool mm. and, you know, I could just look silly. And second of all, I didn't want to take Meslier out because I wasn't sure whether Leeds would have a single game day further yeah. down the line. Yeah. So I didn't do it in the end. But I was actually genuinely weighing it up for a little point and I it's, wish I would have done I, it. Well, I remember last season I did that. I did, um, I think it was when Dean Henderson was out for a match. I just thought, well, I'm just going to bite the Nick Pope bullet and go for it and never look back. And he kept pulling out these 10 pointers and you can and you can captain him for some of them as well. Mm. And yeah, legend, legend of the I think, game. I think since Ben Mee has come back, mm. he's pretty much got a clean sheet in something like seven of yeah. seven games out of eight or something like that. It's not far off. It's a lot of games. He's um he's an over a post overhaul tempter definitely. Very um, much so. Before, yeah. before we have a look at our teams and some of those fixtures and our captaincies coming up for game week twenty, um, I'm just going to go through some of the the tier two and man of the match stars that I've just picked out. Um, man of the matches, well, John Stones, he's man of the season, really. 38 points. Um, so if you captain John Stones, yeah. wowzers. That, you, Dreamland. You get a t-shirt made, get posters made, just tell everyone <laughs> about that because that's huge. Um, John Stones, Antonio, um, his player I got in as well. Um, I saw that his hamstrings were not like jelly <laughs> and so I thought I'll give it a go and hey press there and I captained in over Vardy as well nice. so I got him in and captain him over Vardy so I'm very pleased about that uh, Pogba again man of the match uh, Madison Mason Mount is a player I've mentioned on other videos and so boring but he plays every match he gets assists he gets goals and indeed he gets a man of the match award um, Rodri set pieces set pieces yeah. he's everything he's just nailed mm. on he's a mini Frank Lampard uh, Rodri, a Bowen, a Bamiyang, Ben Me. Remember a couple two two or three weeks ago we said the winner of, of Sky will be the person that gets a Bamiyang in. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> who yeah. knows? Who knows? Yeah. He smashed it to be fair. He smashed it and those who got him in and captained him, well done. Uh passing tier two, Rudiger, Thiago Silva again, uh Kovic, uh, got it twice. Um two fixtures within uh, that game week, last game week. Uh Walker Stones Chilwell, Robertson, Holden, um, Diaz, Cancelo, lots of you know familiar names there, and that just shows the value of Manchester City defenders. It was FF Stuff Three uh, on Twitter? He did some great research, and he showed about the effective ownership. Um, basically, if you have two Man City defenders, you're not going to budge. Well done, but you're mm. not going to budge. If one doesn't play, you're down in the rankings. You've got to get a third one, or you've got to captain them at least. So three, four. Man City event, get as many as you can. Um, they're doing really well. And obviously, I, c- I couldn't get to John Stones, um, but I could get to Edison. And so Edison, which is was, was was the move for me. Um, looking at tackles, tier two, uh, Mason Mount again, uh, Justin and Target. Um, so yeah, Mason Mount showing his value. Saves tier two, Schmeichel, Martinez, Ariola, Nick Pope. Um, so they're the ones... They're the one. They're the the budget ones to get. These are ones to consider 
uh, post overhaul as well. We're not going to know fully the fixtures and stuff, but these are the guys that are getting the saves bonus. So they might concede getting the bonus. Shots tier two, Barnes, always Barnes, Pereira, Lutman, and Bolly. <laughs> but the, suddenly Bolly at Wolves is is a shot magnet. <laughs> so I'm not going to advise going there, but you know Channeling is in a John Stones. Yeah, doing doing okay though. Um let's let's put your team up then. So because you're in the you're in the top hundred. Uh so comfortably in the top hundred. And so it's um I'll I'll run through the, the team for the benefit of those listening uh on the podcast. You've got Meslier and Goal, then you've got Stones with thirty eight points uh underneath his name, Holding, Cancelo, Diaz. You've got thirty eight, fifty eight, sixty nine, seven eighty eighty nine points from your four defenders. Okay. Mm. Uh De Bruyne at eighteen points, got a flag. So got some questions on that later. Antonio, thirty two points, El Ghazi one point. Fernandez six points, Kane nine, and Salah just the two points there. Um, but obviously last night you removed De Bruyne for Robertson, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, the team's been doing very well of late, um, mm. mostly because of the the triple up on Man City. There's no you know um, major groundbreaking moves apart from that. I mean, I, I got Antonio in early and I captained him, so I had him in not just for the West Brom game, the game before that as well, where he scored. Mm. Um, so that that proved to be a pretty good move. <laughs> Um, apart from that I had holding I went on holding maybe a, a lot before anyone else I think I've had him for the last four games which coincide with the four times he scored 10 points out mm. of those four games or nine one of them actually but yeah. 39 points or whatever it is oh. in four games and obviously captain for two of them so that's basically a 60 point transfer four <laughs> weeks ago yeah you got you got him in about was it a game or two before most people so I've had him mm. in for a, for a couple of games and yeah 40 point transfer but yeah yeah so this is where like you know, move, move, doing a move before they score points mm. can obviously work yeah. out. A lot of the time it can backfire on you, um, as you can see from Al Ghazi. So this is an example where this hasn't worked for me. In a, in a way, it kind of has, because I basically couldn't afford Zuma to John Stones. Obviously, Zuma hadn't been starting a yeah. play. Really wanted to get that extra Man City defender. Um, already had Cancelo and Diaz, but I just wanted to add that third. Mm. I felt like Stones is basically walking 70 points till overhaul. Um, so I needed to get him. Uh, but I couldn't afford Zuma to Stones direct. I was actually 0.1 mm. off as usual. Um, so I looked at it and basically at that moment in time, when I, when I was thinking about this move, uh, Newcastle Villa hadn't been penciled. Um, yeah, Villa versus Newcastle hadn't been penciled in. Yeah. So Jack Grealish didn't have the extra game. There was a chance that he would get suspended if he gets a yellow card anyway. So I thought, well, I'll move Jack Grealish to in order to afford it. Um, and I moved him to Antonio. I later then, uh, I can't remember what I did in the end, but Bamford came out and long story short, ended up with El Ghazi in my team because then I needed Villa cover. Right. And I couldn't, I didn't want to get Jack Grealish back because yeah. I couldn't afford him now. Uh, also, there was still that chance of a yellow. So I didn't yeah. want to bring him in ahead of the Man City game, where to be honest, I'm not sure how he didn't get booked in that Man yeah. City game. I don't know if you watched, but disaster, disastrous yeah. challenge. Um, you know, there was a few occasions where I thought he could have got a yellow anyway. Yeah. So I get El Ghazi, which I wasn't, I was weighing up whether do I get a Villa defender or whether I do I get El Ghazi. Then I guess Al-Ghazi. you get five at the back then. Which, yes, yeah. there is that. Um, and I didn't want to get a Villa defender ahead of the City game because mm. I thought that's going to end up in minus points. Yeah. And whereas El Ghazi at the time, before we knew he'd start, I knew he was a risk, always a slight chance. But if he's got penalties, he's been taking the shots. Yeah. He felt like, I mean, he's been outscoring Jack Grealish for about yeah. five weeks up to that. So I took the risk on him. Now, I may... 
may come, uh, is it Saturday they're playing? Saturday against Newcastle, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so if it comes to that day and he's not in the starting lineup, um, mm. I may switch my goalkeeper to Martinez just to cover it off. So that's the one okay. move I possibly have penciled in. So how, how many transfers do you have left now? I'm the, I'm flying through them. I mean, there's no way I could have gone to where I am. Uh, I've risen from like, I don't know, top thousand somewhere to, to 84th yeah. in the past few weeks. But it's because I've been using transfers. So the, at the end of it, it's a bit of a false position for me. I feel like I'll, I'll drop down. So I'm, I'll be at 15, which okay. is the minimum I wanted for overhaul. Right. I really wanted between 15 and 20. So I've mm. used too, too many. But again, it's I do all these moves and then De Bruyne gets injured. Mm. So, you know, there's always that thing in the back you of your mind to, where yeah. it, 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 can, it can backfire. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit with no De Bruyne in my team mm. or, or the value of De Bruyne, I should say, up until overhaul. Um, I mean, there's also the fact that of late, there's only been really a handful of players that mm. have, have been returning points regularly. And if you've been on them, you've obviously done very well. And John yeah. Stone is obviously the poster yeah. boy. Um, and if you haven't, then you've been doing pretty bad. I mean, I, I've had Salah, you know, Kane, Bruno Fernandes, kept mm. all these people that everyone's got, and they've been getting two pointers regularly, not even bonus no. a lot of the time. It's really, really been depressing. <laughs> so um, it, it's literally like you've already gone through it. Martinez, Pope, uh, Edison in mm. goal, about the only ones scoring points, really. Yeah. Then in defence, you've basically got the City defence, maybe James Justin, yeah. you've had him holding. holding. Yeah. In midfield, um, De Bruyne to an extent, but not really. Mm. Um, and then you've got um, the likes of Madison, Gundogan, mm. uh, Barnes, Pogba. These guys have been scoring. If you've had one of them, you've done well. Um, and up front, there's been a real dearth. I mean, literally no. I mean, Kane and Son have been chipping away. Nothing yeah. massive, but they've been doing okay. And then Aubameyang obviously had that absolutely fantastic one game week. But aside from that, there's not really no, been any forwards. Liverpool so, being disappointed. Vardy at home being disappointed. Yeah. So I, I kind of... I'm annoyed I've used so many swaps, but I feel like I sensed blood these last few weeks, and I've made the moves, and I've made really big gains. Like, like if okay, so I'm I'm at 22 transfers, so much more, but I'm mm. I'm just inside the top thousands. Mm. So I'd like to think that if I had have used an extra five, six, or seven, like you have. Mm. I'd be up in the top 100, but I might not have been. So yeah. I think one of the worst situations would be is for me to be at my rank or lower, but to be at 15 and those moves haven't paid off. So in, in your case, mm. they have, they've definitely paid off. But well, this, what this I, I most interesting, you've gone in a week before everyone else and it's worked out for some notable players. We're talking mm. Stones, Holding and Antonio. And, and we've got the points on the screen here, 38, 20, 32. That's, that's, so... Who are you getting? In? You've said Martinez, but who would you get in next if you had more transfers? Who's, who's I mean, the next Stones? I mean, Grealish I'd love to have for that one game. The problem is if you bring him in uh, now, I think he can still get a yellow card and then be banned, isn't it, up to until yeah. they've played 19 games. So yeah. that that I wouldn't want to bring him in. If I had him, I'd love it. Yeah. Um, Gundogan is the one for me where, yeah. I mean, it's, it's an obvious one, really. He's always got, the, he's basically De Bruyne for cheaper, mm. really. Um, yeah. Uh, in terms of you can get the passing bonus, maybe plays the same position as he does, as obviously could be on penalties as it appears mm. to be. Um, so, yeah, I think he would be the definitely the one I'd really like. Um, I'd like Edison to add more mm. Man City defence mm. if I could, yeah. um, to be honest. Um, that's about it, really. I mean, I do, I do like Villa defence as well over this run. We talked about it last mm. last pod, I think. I mean, home home to Newcastle probably won't work out this way, but you feel like that's a... Yeah. 
a clean sheet in waiting, don't you? And they, yeah. they could even get extra games. So yeah. that's about it, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the thing in this game is transfers are extremely valuable. You know, they can be extremely valuable. They can also be a complete waste of time. I mean, <laughs> I I bought in El Ghazi and he, he may now not start from now to the end of the season. So that I may as well throw that transfer or two transfers, mm. one to bring him in and one to get, get him out. It's suddenly two transfers down the bin. And when I look through my season, and you look at all the transfers you've made, it's very, very hard to make sure that everyone actually ends up being of value yeah. to you. Well, um, I mean, I took De- I could, took Kevin De Bruyne out. Uh, sorry, I took Grealish out. Mm. Um, and then I probably want him back in again because they scheduled a game in. And there's multiple examples of that. De Bruyne in and out. It's just... I, I, th- I don't know about you, I find the overhaul, it can't come soon enough. Even though I'm happy 100%. with my, my, my sides, it, it's, it, each, with each week it gets more imbalanced and, and there's players I kind of want but can't quite get to. And mm. and whilst, you know, the City defence is, is, is marvellous at the moment, um, you know, we, we can't, rely, we surely can't rely on that all the time. Maybe we can, um, but I, I feel uncomfortable relying on one because we've seen before, there was that week where there was that late goal and I had Cancelo and Diaz, I think you did, and lots of other mm. people. That was it. And it was just... It can happen. It was like 15 points chucked away just in that yeah. last five minutes. Well, we've also got the fact that Champions League will start mm. kicking back in. Um, and then you then you have to worry a little bit more about rotation, I think. Yeah. But this is an unprecedented season. At the end of the day, I've used the swaps because I'm playing what's in front of me and I have no idea what's going to happen in the future. <laughs> now, there's a very yeah. good chance... If you cover every match day and you panic at the moment, or if I carry on to do, mm. I'll run out of swaps because <clears throat> it just shows all I need is one injury mm. to De Bruyne and suddenly you've thrown in an extra one or two swaps that you didn't want to use. And we've yeah. been quite, I think we've been quite lucky. I mean, Kane historically gets injured at least once a season yeah, for yeah. a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, so that, that that's probably around the corner at some point. Um, you know, Zuma suddenly just doesn't play in the starting 11. Mm-hmm. There's, there's so many things you can't predict. So, yeah, I would like to have more, but... Um, I've kind of just rolled with what's in front of me and I just have to hope that I get a little bit lucky in the backstages of the overhaul. And to be honest, picking the correct overhaul team is going to be so key because there mm. is a good chance that if you pick that team correct um, or, or get lucky when you mm. pick it, I should say, because we don't know what's coming up, then you might not need to use that many no. transfers. Um, and I think the real decision will come down to is how many Man City players do you want in your overhaul team? I think yeah. it's literally come down. Some people are going to go the three Man City at the back mm. in defence, Cancelo, Diaz, Stones. They're going to have Edison as well, four. Mm. And then they might have Gundogan or De Bruyne might be back at that time. So yeah. you could have five or even six. Now that's going to limit you captain day-wise. Yeah. But then there's an argument to say, does that matter? If you if miss they a get, few if captain they get days. get sheets every day. Every, yeah. And at least one of those defenders gets an assist or, or a goal or a man of the match. That's that's mm. huge every week. That's yeah. that's just foundation for a great, a great score. Exactly. So you could... I could, with limited transfers myself, say, well, I'm not going to play the transfer game. I'm going to play the Man City game and basically pick every Man City mm. player, leave them in and not rotate transfers and even ignore some captain days. Now, mm. that could that could massively backfire. Last night, it didn't backfire. You know, Salah and all the people we brought in, yeah. um, Robertson, etc., uh, Thiago, they didn't mm. really do anything. On another day, they get a hat-trick. It's part of the game. It's just a little yeah. bit of luck involved. <laughs> I mean, the way we talk about transfers, so bring on to my team, because my, my move, which was KDB to Mane, is part of a daisy chain move in order to get Kane in at some point. Mm. And there's there's method to, to this madness. Um, so I'll put my team up and explain it. So I've got Edison in goal, not Patricio for first time in months. Um, Yay. I've got Holding, Cancelo, Diaz. is still Dallas there. So I no longer have Bamford. And I've... Um, Dallas and Holding, not overly enjoy, enjoying that. But then I've invested up top. 
So I've got Antonio, um, Grealish and Fernandez. Uh, Grealish, I just hung on to because uh, I haven't used that many transfers. Um, and up front, I'm keeping Vardy and I'll explain why in a minute. Um, I'm keeping Salah and I got Mane in for De Bruyne. Now, the method here is that uh, Mane has two games, two Spurs is one. And that includes a potentially good game against Brighton. Then, conveniently, Spurs play um, a single match day on against Chelsea, uh, which is after that uh, that Brighton Liverpool match. So on the Wednesday, third of February, Liverpool against Brighton. So that's my two. Mane and Salah double ups. Now they're awful form at the moment, so maybe mm. that's a huge mistake. But you never know. I'm going to probably I'm I'm looking at um, potentially captaining a Liverpool player against Brighton that day potentially. Um, but of course there is um, I have other options as well. But then I can move to Harry Kane. So I have enough money to move Mane. I've got like point two or something in the bank. I've got enough money to move either Salah or Mane to Kane or Son whichever is fit and, and working. And then and then that's my final move pre-overhaul. And then I'll have um, Spurs against Chelsea. Chelsea not in the best form at the moment. And then Spurs against West Brom. That's a captaincy shout. Um, and I'll still re- retain a bit of Liverpool coverage um, as well, if I need it. Now, a lot of people will just move from Salah to Kane, I would imagine. Or they've already uh, moved from KDB to Kane or they're thinking of doing that so rather they're they've already penciled in that move um so I think they're the options there so I'm covered for the captaincy so I have a vague plan I'll be down to if all goes well pre-overhaul down to 21 transfers and I'll end up with a front line of a Liverpool attacker Vardy and Kane so a lot of people have dumped Vardy at the moment now he's played a lot of home games recently but he's also Mm. Um, got a lot of away games coming up so three of his next four games before overhaul are away and his only home goal home team home his only home game is against Leeds so he's got some really good fixtures coming up um, and yeah he's been he's been getting the chances um, yeah so this is the research I did I was having a look on fancy football scouts comparison tool it's quite simple there I just keyed in average for home matches, average for away matches. And as we can see here, um, in terms of the various metrics we use, um, he's pretty much getting on for almost double the player away from home. We can see his heat map here. Um, And it shows he's actually more active at home. He's actually getting more shots at home. But it's the quality of those shots. It's the chances he's taking. And if you think about Vardy's, the way he's been, he's always been great in a counter-attacking side which is good away. And, you know, he runs onto those Zeus balls and goes for it. But whereas at home, he's got more time to be in the box. And that's a sort of, he gets lots of shots, but they're not of that quality. So when he's, when he's got a rare chance away, he just pounces on it and goes for it. Whereas at home, he's got more time. And then it's more, it's more the others like Barnes, maybe. I think he's one of these players who's better finishing when he's on the move yeah, as yeah, well. Some yeah. people are better at, like, you've got the Giroud, the one-touch mm. finish, standing still. And then you've got a player who likes to run with the ball and clip it in, right? But, mm. yeah, I think of late, when you watch Leicester, I mean, Leicester are playing very well mm. at the moment. They're very Jekyll and Hyde, but at the moment they're playing very well. Yeah. And I feel like Brendan's kind of adapted their tactic a little bit because everyone knows that Vardy's their main threat. Um, now Vardy's almost acted a little bit in recent weeks as the distraction whilst yeah. Madison and Barnes have been mm. the real the real play and he's almost had that I don't, not 
kind of similar to Ollie Watkins, I guess, in a way. I mean, not not in the same player, but you know, distracting and taking up the centre backs. But I'm with you. I mean, if I I would like to have Vardy in my team because I think that run is very good and Leicester yeah. are playing very well. For me, there's only a matter of time before he scores points. I mean, Vardy's ever since that Leicester mm. season has, has been one of the best fantasy assets in the game and he doesn't go that long without scoring. Now, I know he's getting on a bit and he often has a, a dry January as well. Um, I think he had seven shots last game. I mean, it's only, surely it's only a matter of time. I mean, there's, there's players out there like Salah and stuff who just doing nothing for like seven weeks so I don't really see it as a risk. He's... he's... His, his ownership is plummeting. He's down to 21% of uh, top 1K teams have him. So mm. I'm in the top 1K. So that means four... I'm... Great. I mean, that that's what, that's what I want. So I, I'm, I'm in a, a very nice um, a group of players there mm. who've got him. So if he does kick off and he is a good captaincy option and he can score, say, a brace in some of these... He, on paper, quite easy away matches, um, and, and and as we can see from the the fit, the, uh, the the picture I got up on the screen, um, he is his heat map, and it shows that you know away from home he is potentially a, a better option. Some of those stats were in terms of you see these are averages for each match. So his goal attempts is is edging towards three um, on average in home matches, and it's around two in away matches. But in terms of big chances, um, it's less than one um, on average at home. But it's mm. going on for one and a half <laughs> uh, for every away match. His big chances scored. He's scoring a big chance every mm-hmm. away match on average. So that's a goal every away match on average. I mean, average. and those are, those are almost elite numbers for Vardy because yeah. he's historically been very poor yeah. stat-wise, hasn't he? And he still managed yeah. to get the points. So, yeah, yeah I, I think the I mean, the Leeds game screams points. That absolutely screams yeah. because they make it a basketball match, don't they? Yeah. As long as they... As long as they play how they can do. Um, so, yeah, I'm jealous. I think right now the optimal front two mm. is Kane and Vardy. And I know yes. Vardy's not been doing much, but it's all about what happens in the future. And if I could have Kane and Vardy as a front yeah. two, um, I mean, you could have Salah in there just in case, of course. But um, I think that's where, what I would like. Unfortunately, um, I don't have that. So um, let's, put, let's put the fixtures up um, for game week 20 because there's something I wanted to have, remind myself of, actually, which was on the just before we come into all our captains um, over these, these four... Um, days on the Thursday, the twenty eighth of January, the final day of this game week, Tottenham against Liverpool at eight o'clock. So we'll have the team news. So Salah was benched this time around. Will Mane be benched next time around? So whichever, if either of those two are benched, I'll just move to Kane. I'll just do that move early and just hang it and just go for that. Mm. But if they're both playing, you know, I'll captain one of them um, and go and go for it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know which one's going to do well. I mean, maybe I should get Kane and Captain. If I think, Kane I think is... right now it's got to be Kane for that game. Yeah, haven't scored in about so, eight months. So maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll do that. Maybe, I'll, maybe my elaborate plan to to get that extra fixture, that Brighton game for Mane and Salah is, you know, I should just go for Kane and that. Just go for it. And I've still got whichever Salah or Mane for that Brighton game. Um, mm. But um, yeah, I don't know. Options, flexibility, choices. Um, in terms of the fixtures, we've got Villa against Newcastle on a Saturday. Um, El Ghazi, in your case, Grealish for me. Yeah, unless yeah. he doesn't start, and then I might move to Martinez or Cash. I like. Mm. I think Cash is due a haul at yeah. some point. Gets yeah. tackle bonus against Newcastle. I expect him to be right up the pitch. Could yeah. get an assist. Newcastle, yeah, like him. Newcastle attack and away is absolutely atrocious at the moment. Um, mm. On the Tuesday, the 26th of January, Palace against West Ham, Newcastle Leeds, Southampton, Arsenal, West Brom against Man City. Um, so it, it was in my head <laughs> going to be um, going to be KDB, 
But now I'm thinking Antonio, because I'm going to know the team sheet. Yeah, that's a good shout. Antonio is a shout. Bamford's obviously a shout. Yeah. Playing Newcastle. Yeah. Dallas is a shout. Dallas will get passing in that yeah. game. Um, he could be playing in midfield. He could end up having shots. Honestly, Dallas could come up with a massive haul in that game. Yeah. Um, I don't have him, so I'm scared of that. Yeah. Uh, also, I mean, there is a very obvious pick, and it is just Mr. Diaz or Stones. Yeah. They're, they, they're probably on I, for a 10-pointer again. What, what stops me for that? I think, yes, you're right. It looks like a 10-pointer. Is because it's the final fixture. I don't know the team sheet. And we have cup games coming up. And yeah. Yeah. he... Pep Guardiola has hinted that, you know, we'll need all the squad. He's talked about Laporte getting minutes. He's talked about Ake as well. Mm. Um, so I'm not sure. I'm not confident enough with Cancelo. I mean, Edison is an option I think for they'll me. start. Edison, I think they'll start. I think they'll start. I think if I was going to go down that yeah. route, I would just go Edison. But I I mean, Antonio against Palace. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be. It's fine. It's just, fine. it's just that you need, you obviously need Antonio to score. Um, to to be on eight points, and then obviously if he gets shots on target, he can match. Then obviously man of the match stuff. Obviously he could do more, but you feel like Diaz and Stone start at the base of almost ten. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the thing for me, and I feel like that's why I'll probably go for one of them and just just hope they start. I, don't, I would have thought they would. Um, yeah, you would have thought. I mean, Diaz would be the one I would go. I don't have Stone, so uh, Diaz. If I thought that way. Um, if I wanted to play it safe, Edison. Yeah, Gundogan's um, also an option. The, the only thing I suppose that you could bear in mind is that we haven't seen Man City play without De Bruyne yet. Now, in the past, yeah. I know they won the season without mm. De Bruyne. They won the league without De Bruyne one season, but then the next season, they couldn't play a game without De Bruyne. If he wasn't in the team, they were yeah. truly awful. Now, I don't think they'll slip back into that because no. they're looking too at the moment, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know. I mean, it's, I'd like to see. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of unknowns there um, mm. for me, and I'm not. I'm not... Antonio, oh, I don't know. It, 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 with Palace, just to mention, they uh, their defense hasn't been great. They but, suck. But 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 of late, Mitchell <laughs> coming in has helped them. So they've gone. We did a whipping boys uh, table on our captaincy video earlier this week, and uh, where, where Palace were at the were the worst. Um, they're now sort of edging towards um, sort of mid table and and amongst the better sides. So Mitchell has helped, but yeah, I mean, I've just got to favour the attack, haven't you? You know, only live once. <laughs> he, he hasn't had a penalty yet either, so no. you get penalties in that game. So um, many good options on that day. Um, yeah, moving on to the Wednesday, Burnley against Villa, Chelsea against Wolves, Brighton against Fulham, Everton against Leicester, uh, Manchester United against Sheffield United. I mean, Fernandez is the sensible play, and I'm just going to do that probably. But there are yeah. other options. Yeah, I think it'll be Bruno. I mean, he's looked fairly mm. tired of late, not been getting the points, but it's the same reason why we captain Kevin De Bruyne nearly every single mm. week and, um, and Bruno Fernandes nearly every single yeah. week is it just takes a hot, you know, a split second and suddenly they're on. Yeah. They're these players, as we've talked about before, that are, can can routinely hit, you know, ridiculous hauls, hit all the tiers, hit everything mm. out of nowhere. They just You don't yeah. even see it coming sometimes and it just happens and it's that fear factor. I mean, so so as a result, I'll probably be on Bruno Fernandes. We have to remember we're only halfway through the season, so I don't yeah. think you need to start being crazy and being no, different no. yet. I think Bruno Fernandes, as he's what ninety eight percent owned in the top one k. Yeah. So th- there's going to be that, that many people. I mean, nearly everyone's going to have him captain. But yeah, there's Vardy on that day. You've got Lookman from Fulham. You could even yeah. go. You could if Zuma was in the starting lineup again. Home to Wolves, that looks a decent shout. 
Um, you know, you've got Grealish playing Burnley. If he, if he hasn't been suspended, you, you expect him to be on the ball all the time mm. and in, in the frame for man of the match again. There's lots yeah. of options, but it's Bruno Fernandes. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, it's on the Tuesday because with no KDB, we can go for a Man City defender, Antonio, Bamford, mm. uh, those types of players. But yeah, if Fernandes is playing, then it's, the others have got to be, you have a really good fixture to compete with that. Or Pogba. Have you got Pogba? Pogba, yeah. No, Pogba was really, really coming in. And I remember a couple of seasons ago, he was great this time of year. I mean, it, it mm. went off the boil, but it was great for a period. I remember last week we had a question from someone saying, mm. should we get Pogba? And I basically said no. Um, and he's done well since. So I apologise. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah I, I still don't, I'm still not 100% on him, but he's definitely playing well at the moment. Yeah. And the only thing for me is that Gundogan is basically the same player for cheaper, as in yeah. he plays the similar sort of role, mm-hmm. um, is more likely to get passing bonus. And has penalties. So I feel like out of the two, I would go for him. But it, sometimes it's not a straight choice between two no. players. Get them uh, both if you can. And we've already talked about that final game day, Tottenham against Liverpool. I mean, yeah, Kane, mm. possibly Salah, Mane. I'm not sure yet. Um, when I get to that day, it's funny when you get to these days and it's like now I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to go into with Salah, Mane, no Kane. Now, and then as soon as I get to that day, I'll start wavering and I'm sure I'll get Kane in but that Kane in is my final move so fingers crossed everyone, everyone you just you just well. know how fantasy football works yeah. right where Liverpool haven't scored in like five matches they've played yeah. the likes of West Brom and just shocking teams had like Burnley like loads yeah. of fantastic fixtures and then no one's going to captain anyone no one's going to captain I mean Salah has literally scored let me just go back to it um he has scored two points versus West Brom, mm. two versus Newcastle. I'm not even shocked here, and this is Salah. Two yeah. versus West Brom, two versus Newcastle, mm. two versus Southampton, two versus Man United, one versus Burnley. Okay, it's like, what, nine points yeah. in five weeks with some great fixtures. And you know how fantasy football works. He yeah. turns up away to Spurs and, there we go. Liverpool, and, and they score five nil when he gets a hat trick. Last season, it was an easy choice for people because we have Van Dyke. Last season, I remember I just ditched Salah and we just went for Van Dyke, captain him. Mm. Um, you, you haven't really got that with Robertson, and you can you can get you can think you get some points, but it's not, not Van Dyke quality points. The attacking points are just. I mean, yeah. Robertson, as we've talked about, he needs to get those assists added yeah. to make sure that he gets the value, the assists, or goals. And at the moment, Liverpool can't score a goal for Toffee, so how's he going to get yeah. any attacking returns? It's not happening. So ahead of game week twenty one, we'll be we'll be back um, for another video and podcast, but um, but and we will discuss some of the things with in detail that we're just going to put up on the screen now these are the long-term pitches up until overhaul so this encompasses game week 21 and game week 22 is that and 23 as well is that right or uh, let's just give up on the sky game weeks we just call them to the fpl right, ones and it's so much easier isn't it <laughs> 21 and 23 no 22 i'll get it right this time game weeks 21 and game weeks 22 um so this Some is game this is like a sneak preview of the next next couple of videos we'll do. Um, so looking at the way the fixtures have gone, so these these have been arranged. What screams out a little bit is a couple of single match days. Spurs against Chelsea on Thursday, the fourth of February. So that's why I'm looking at Kane. And for me, it would be conveniently after Liverpool play Brighton. And that's for convenient if you've just got Salah, Salah to Kane, just do it. <laughs> just don't even think about it. Just do that. Um, and then also the Monday, the 8th of February, Manchester United against Everton. So <clears throat> assuming you've got Fernandes still, but say Fernandes gets injured. That's a tricky one because I haven't got any Everton yeah. players or any Manchester United. No, I mean, if that was to happen, I mean, 
yeah, if spots, maybe. But that's yeah. the kind of situation when I've got the overall on the next day. Just I don't really know it. any other. I'd probably leave it. I mean, yeah, if you sit in it with 25, 30 transfers, you could bring Pogba in and captain that game and you could you could go massive yeah. and suddenly you've gained 20, 30 points. But yeah, when you're going to get literally one game out of a transfer, uh, it's, um, nah. it's, it's, it's very often not worth it for me. Yeah, so my reasoning for the Kane move, I'll either move him there to get Spurs against Chelsea, but then later on the Saturday, 6th of February, um, he plays uh, against West Brom at home. So... Mm. Um, I'm not sure about the tight turnaround, but I think if any, I, I can't see Kane getting dropped. He just does. There's just not sufficient. That game depth. sounds great for him, to be honest. And it West Brom will be sat deep. Mm. Means Kane will be pushed up the pitch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that feels like a Kane game. I mean, looking at the other the other fixtures there. Um, anything else that spring out particularly? I mean, there's lots of matches on particular. No, days, it looks so. pretty simple. I mean, yeah. I'm not I'm not a fixtures guru by any by any means and there's plenty of them out there mm. Ian Parrin Planet yes. Sky I mean I'm not sure for example if these fixtures are 100% set so on the 6th of February mm. at the moment when I look at that okay. Saturday we've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 games on that yeah, day including so. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 at 3 o'clock now I don't know if all of those stay there for sure no. so maybe we end up with some more captain days I know that Leeds Palace was talked about as being mm. possibly a Monday night game I mean the fact that we've got Man United there now doesn't doesn't really mean anything but there's there may be players in your team that you may be thinking about moving out that could still end up with a single yeah. day. As far as I'm aware, I could be wrong, but well, Leeds, I would just check that. Basically, Leeds Palace is a good example. So I've got Dallas in my side. I'm keeping him, um, mm. um, just because you never know. You never know that could be moved. Also, um, we've got an issue with uh, just looking through the fixtures. Southampton against Leeds. Does yeah, that... they could be thrown in. There's a couple of ones like that. There's that even a be... chance. I think someone's talked about that Villa could end up getting an extra game depending on FA Cup results. They could throw a Villa game in there as well. And that's part of my reasoning why wanting to move to a Villa player now is that mm. I might get lucky. And similar to the Newcastle Villa yeah. game that got thrown in, mm. um, you can end up getting an extra game. So it's almost like preempting, uh, you know, a, a jammy fixture ad- adding. Yeah. Um, we had this last season as well because football's all over the place now in terms of fixtures the overhaul was cut short from two weeks to about yeah. four days or something yeah. because the fixtures ended up getting put in the overhaul week now at the moment it's already cut pretty short because mm. it'll be from Monday the 8th until mm. um, is it the Friday or the Saturday the next week let me just check yeah Saturday the 13th Yeah. so you're only looking at what five days there uh, roughly and then also we might end up with a, you might end up with a fixture on a Tuesday or a Wednesday now yeah. we just don't I mean it's, it's craziness so um, yeah you have to just be wary that any player you move out mm. from a team um, obviously limits you captain wise and, and that's as we've already discussed is going to be the big thing on overhaul is yeah. how many Man City do you go for and every extra one you go is one less team you can cover yeah I think for, for me my, my early thoughts with Man City is I'm, I'm definitely looking at two defenders um, and Edison that's a given and and maybe and maybe a third, but I'm not not sold on that. I certainly don't want any more. And I think Edison's in the mix there for me. Hundred percent. Edison, Pope, Martinez are basically the three main guys, aren't yeah. they? I think it will be between those three. I think they've all got merits. Yeah. yeah. Um, we got some community questions before we go. Um, FPL Dempsey, which of the big hitters are you comfortable going without between now and the overhaul? When do you mean by big hitters? Um, all of them at the moment. All of shocking. them. <laughs> yeah. um, I wouldn't be comfortable going out without Fernandes, as we explained. I wouldn't be comfortable going without a Spurs for those post-Liverpool matches. And But I am... I mean, even though I've got Mane and Salah, I'm actually quite comfortable being without either of them. Yeah. Um, so I think them. Yeah, for, for me, it's probably Kane is the one I wouldn't want to go without. Mm. 
um that's easy to say because he's the only one doing anything at the moment yeah. so it's hardly you know stunning advice but um vardy's the one that worries me i don't have him and i consider him still to be a big hitter yeah. the fact he's been absolutely rubbish beforehand doesn't really factor in for no. me how I'm many still... times have we seen that you know? yeah vardy is the anti me anti me basically and anti a lot of people <laughs> yeah. i just if he's in my team he does nothing and if he's not in my team he doesn't do anything and i know that shouldn't we shouldn't put emotion into fantasy football but yeah. vardy Every time, I just expect him to do something now. Um, Double Walrus asks about Villa alternatives or indeed added players if you already have Grealish. Uh, mentions Barkley, El Ghazi, um, and, um, and Mikey U actually asks Is Villa on Saturday against Newcastle worth skipping? I, I personally don't think it's worth skipping because Villa fixtures can be moved as well. You might even get more, mm. but uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess uh, you, you've already. Your regrets about El Ghazi, but you were thinking of Villa defenders, maybe. Yeah, I, I, you could skip it, but the fact that they've got that feels like a gimme. Mm. It might not end up being one, but it's as close to a gimme at the moment. That home Newcastle game, and then they've got so they've got more games than everyone yeah. else, and they could then add an extra game if you get lucky, put in there as well. Um, and the fixtures aren't all that bad. Yeah. I think on paper that I mean they look bad some of them, but I think they've got clean sheet potential. Mm. I would strongly. I mean Matty Cash. Consa could easily pop up with a header again. He doesn't really get bonus. Um, so Cash is the one I'd probably just favour. Martinez, yeah, obviously fantastic. But yeah, Cash, Martinez, Grealish. You could argue Barkley is an absolute outside their punt. Mm. Even Traore up top has looked all right. Mm. But for me, these guys are these... I don't know, in Sky, when you've got limited transfers, and, and I'm an example getting Al Ghazi, there's these players that look good for a small period of time and almost look in form. But if yeah. they're not 100% nailed, they can end up costing you. And it, I yeah. think they're more FPL players than they are Sky players, to be honest. Uh, Tom asks, is Salah needed until the overhaul? No. <laughs> um, it's hard to answer yes to that. No. It's very hard. His ownership level is so high, and he's mm. obviously Salah, basically been the best player, fa- best fantasy player anyway, in the last sort of three, four seasons or whatever it is now. Um, so, yeah, he can hurt you. There is no doubt he can hurt you, but... I think right now you you could you could get away with getting rid of him. No. I mean, it seems crazy to say that, but yeah. what can you do? He's just not he's not done anything for six weeks, and they've just looked awful. Yeah, it can click at any point, but yeah, there that's, you go. that's the thing. That's the thing about City. They were awful for a little while. Now they're clicking. Mm. Um, um, FPL Wilson. He's actually called Sky Wilson now. I'll call him that. Um, who are the best <laughs> KDB replacements, um, particularly in midfield options um, for those with only three mids anyway? And says Danny Thomas. Danny Thomas has sort of chipped in with that one as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would I would say if you can and you haven't got Kane, just do that next week. Um, but you say mid mid options, sorry. Yeah. So so for example, if he's got um, KDB and two other midfielders, right? Who does he swap KDB? Yeah. For? Who does he swap for? So he's got to be really be another midfielder. So um, yeah. so he's thinking of midfield options. But I I guess that I mean. The likes of Antonio, possibly. Mm. Um, but have you spot? Are there any sort of pre-overhaul? They've got. I think it's Antonio, Gundogan, um, yeah, Madison. Yeah. Uh, I think those three would be right near the top of my list. Obviously, Grealish, if you don't have him, but the risk of yeah. getting him and then him getting banned is annoying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those those three, I would say, are the, the ones that, are, that stand out the most to me, anyway. Yeah, and um, I, I think if you can make that move, if you if you've got a space forward and you don't have Kane, um, that's that's that would probably be the best move, I would think, mm. most sensible thing, anyway. Um, Pogba as well. Did I say Pogba? Pogba yeah, Pogba. Well. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and finally, Mikey, you um, 
how many transfers pre-overhaul was good. Uh, now he's got two, in his two teams, he's got 19 and 22, and he feels that 19 is on the low side. Um, mm. And so, and he's got no Spurs coverage, so he's looking at using at least one to do that KDB to Kane move that we're just talking about. Um, yeah. But I mean, I mean, you got you got fifteen, which is a bit less mm. than you'd hope. But mm. um, I've got twenty-two, which is a bit more than I really should have. I, I guess nineteen would be. Yeah, I, I think nineteen I mean, now it, is good. It's ba- it'll be bang on half halfway virtually. Yeah. Um, so for me, I mean, you have forty transfers. Ideally, you want to be around twenty, then, don't you? But I think yeah. fifteen to twenty could be manageable because you get that wild yeah. card to almost fix your team. Yeah. Um, but we just don't know how many we've already talked. We just don't know how football's going at the moment with no. fixture changes, multiple captain days. I'd like more. To be honest, I think if Sky knew how football was mm. going to be, they would have maybe given us 50 transfers. That yeah. would have been uh, more useful because obviously points are fun and interactions fun. Yeah. I think in hindsight, they if they'd given us 50 or something like that, they keep the players engaged more often. I think they. I think um, that would help. Yeah, maybe that's something for Sky Towers to look into. Yeah, um, but, I think but it needs to happen. For me, I hope to be at about 20 or 21. I probably won't. I might be a little bit below that, but I'm, I'm mm-hmm. comfortable with that. I think it might be team, which I've sort of really ignored, but that's I've got Gundogan in at the moment, um, mm-hmm. which is, I, hope, I think it's about 18,000. I mean, I've really ignored that. It, it, up until last week, it had 31 transfers. I'd only used nine. So I've mm-hmm. used about two or three and, and mm-hmm. claw, clawed it. Um, up a bit to what it was to it was really horrendous a little while ago so I think if you're looking at around if you've got around 30 transfers even though overhaul is coming up soon have a look at some of those moves especially if you're doing without Kane at the moment I'd argue that's that's far too many if you've got that amount Um, I mean you could have got lucky but as as we've already said in this pod between 15 and 20 is fine for me just in Mm. case things happen and to make a few tactical moves but the value of a transfer can vary wildly. I mean, yeah. we saw Holdings got me like 60 points. Yeah. Stones in like three weeks has got me like 40 or 50 yeah. or whatever it is. Um, El Ghazi's got me one. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. transfers don't necessarily mean you get points. Yeah, indeed. Mm. Um, great. Well, hopefully we've answered all of your questions there. Um, so we've got uh, lots of mull over still. Lots, lots more moves potentially to make uh, before the overhaul. And then... When we get to the overhaul, that's going to be a big, big video and podcast as we as we mull over that. We won't have long to decide as well. But in the meantime, mm. Luke, thanks so much for joining me, and good luck with your game week at Sky. You too, Joe. See you on the next one. See ya. <laughs>